Hello, thanks for stopping by Liberty Sessions, where we unpack one woman's entrepreneurial journey to help another woman launch her own. I'm your host, Netta Jones. Please join me as we start liberating dreams one episode at a time. Welcome to the second half of my conversation with Dr. Sandra Lee, better known as Dr. Pimple Popper. Stay tuned for everything she's got to share around social media and more. So you talked about the fact that you have this brick and mortar, you have this digital audience, and then you created this really this brand, these Mm -hmm. two brands to fill in the gap. What would you say to a listener who has a brick and mortar and is trying to figure out, I don't want to just be a local cupcake shop. I don't want to, I want to somehow serve a wider audience. How do you recommend they really try and amass a a more national following based on your history and what you know to be true? Well, first of all, I should say that I don't know if you have to decide whether you really are you wanting this more national audience just to have the numbers yeah. to have the followers or are you actually think you're going to get business from them see for me example you know we do a lot of cosmetic dermatology in my office a lot of botox and fillers yeah. but i wouldn't expect somebody to travel from new york to sure. get botox and fillers with me so if that is your company if you're if you're a provider that's only providing those sorts of things i mean how, how are you going to differentiate yourself from other people right. that, that that like thousands of people between you and them that they're going to not choose right. and, and choose you instead. Um, so I don't know. There must be something spe- spe- magical about pimple popping. That makes <laughs> come that far. But, um, but that's the thing. I think that what it was is I f- sort of realized or, or that, that I had to differentiate myself. I mean, when I first started, there weren't a lot of dermatologists or, or surgeons um, or, or any doctors on the internet um, doing this. But I really um, sought... I mean, that's why it's Dr. Pimple Popper. That's why it's not just Sandra Lee, MD, sure. dermatology. Um, you know, I've always felt that for somebody to really kind of get big, you sort of, it, 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 it's very helpful to have something that differentiates you. You know, like I've given people an example, instead of a chef, be like the naked chef, or the, yeah. you know, or sure. something that's going to make you sure. different. Um, and those are the sorts of things that we like, that were interesting, you yeah. know, um, not just to someone who does cooking, but the really tiny kitchen where you cook it yeah. on a really small scale or something. Yeah. You know, or I with think... only five ingredients or whatever. Right. I really like what you said about, are you amassing this audience just for the sake of it? Or are, is there something you're wanting to do with it? And perhaps that ends up informing because if you're, how you're, you do it. Yeah. And it, because if you're, you're thinking that that is going to get you more money or more income, not necessarily. I mean, somebody's not going to travel that far. You're still, sure. you're still depending on this, this fan base that is within driving, you know, that yeah. you're, that you're close enough that they can get to. So I'm going to switch a little bit over to the skincare line. There are people that are listening that probably are tinkering right now in their kitchen with some sort of formula, some okay. sort of oil, some sort of something to put on their face. And they'd love to one day be able to package it and sell it. What's a precaution that you would like to share with 
our listeners who are thinking about that. It could be legal. It could be medical. It could be just creating the formula and having it, you know, trademarked and copyrighted. And, you know, the, what is what is the thing that you want to say to them? Hey, watch out for this. I'm going to defer to Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> what she said. <laughs> no, what but, she said. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't, I cannot my head will implode if I have to yeah. think of all those things too. I need somebody to help me. Now I'm going to be somebody that is involved and I'll tell you, I want this sort of thing. You know I want the that outcome sort of thing. you want, but how but to get from A to B, you but bring on somebody person, to do namely, it. namely my brother better figure out, you know, yeah. better make sure that's not going to be... Is he a be little brother a, or a big brother? A brother? I could tell. Yeah. I, I have I little brothers. He knows. I, he knows like, too. I could tell. Even though I he know, might be and bigger. I need to sometimes yeah. just like, yeah. I feel bad because no. sometimes I just like, because he's my brother and the next minute I love him, you know? Of course, I mean, it doesn't, of yeah. course, of course. So really, it sounds like finding the experts around you that can help right. you navigate some of those waters, especially the legal waters, the medical waters, yes. the how to get it on the shelf waters, how to distribute it. Okay, that's helpful. And then, you know, no longer can we talk about social media being an option. It really yes. is something that uh, it, perhaps you f you figure out which platform is more meaningful based on your demographic. If you have an older demographic, maybe Facebook is the place to go. If you're no, more news focused, maybe Twitter is the way to go. If you're super visual and there's some more story than maybe Instagram or YouTube, mm -hmm. but we really have to stay in that game. And um, brands have to do that. Yeah, you know what I've said. Well, specifically, I've I've told other physicians. I mean, this is what I believe. You know, I think like. A generation ago, when you were looking up doctors, you'd look in the yellow pages. Sure. You know, now do those we exist? Do, I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, no. now we now we get uh, now we look at Yelp or we Google them, yeah. and I think in the near future, people are going to expect that you have a yeah. social media page. They want to know what you look like. They yeah. want to know how you speak, what kind of patients yeah. you treat, your before and afters. They're going to see your office. You know, they're going to yeah. sort of expect that, and I think that's it's the kind direction. of a way to pre-vet you. Mm -hmm. So what would you say for you, knowing that you had mainly a millennial audience through the YouTube channel in particular, what did you try and focus on in terms of, it's, it's really hard to focus on all social media, you know, from Pinterest to, to Twitter, to YouTube, to what did you, was it intentional to say, I'm really going to focus on Instagram and YouTube? And no, it wasn't really intentional. It was more where I was interested in myself, what I was, what okay. I was comfortable with. And, um, and, uh, I think that they just worked well for it. I mean, I think Instagram really worked well for what I was doing the way that they would, I mean, they were more specific if you liked or, you know, that way they worked. Yeah. If you, if you, if you mentioned, if you liked something, it increased your visibility. Sure. If you tagged people, it increased your visibility. Sure. And that was all what this, that was what it was all about. People, it was inciting some kind of feeling in people and they were sharing it with their it friends. It was almost and that like was, the mechanism was intrinsic to what you were showing. And yes, so therefore it, it built. Other so, than the fact that we were the only people with like cysts exploding on their Instagram right next to, yeah. you know, food, food yeah. videos and things like that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. That, you know what actually happened is yeah. interestingly, I mean, I almost got kicked out a few times because they would say this is graphic content and you got warnings, you know, what, what not. Wait a actually, minute. There were other That's doctors. graphic content, but I've seen some crazy stuff. Hey, this is my life, right? I, I, wow. get on my side then. Get on I, my side. I, I'm, <laughs> On your side, I am on your side. Um, but I'd like, much rather my ten-year-old and fourteen-year-old yes, and twelve-year-old uh -huh. run into Doctor Pimple Popper than some of the other stuff yes, I have to try yeah, and protect yes. them. It's it's crazy, and so it's sort of sort of like a double standard. But interestingly, 
I think I got saved by Selena Gomez. Okay. I, how did Selena Gomez save yeah. you, Dr. Sandra Lee? <laughs> Tell us that story. I wish I had met her. I've met her in real <laughs> life because I would thank her because there was an app, there was like an uh, interview and uh, the CEO of Instagram was interviewing her and another celebrity and asking them, who do you think are the most creative, what's the cre- right. most creative Instagram page? And she mentioned my <gasps> page. And all of a sudden I was like, ah, nothing could touch me anymore. Like all of a sudden wow. nobody, yeah. I mean, knock on wood, don't, don't yeah. listen to this CEO of Instagram. No. But, <laughs> but, but yes, Selena yeah. Gomez, that was, that was the big, that was one of the big ones. I mean, that was a nice thing too. Celebrities would see this and they'd mention it, you know, sure. and, and again, like you never know when there's a popaholic in the bunch, you know, Lucy Hale just re- recently went on um, the late, late show and talked about her love of pimple popping, you know, and, um, Oh my god. Yes. So do you, you know, sell t-shirts? Like yes, a, we do. We oh have, my gosh, you do. We have a Dr. Pimple Popper and Chill. I you know because people watch yes. it on Netflix. And then we have like Popaholics Unite. And uh yeah. Oh my gosh, you have to see our socks. I have I always talk about our socks. Okay, what are our your socks? socks? They are you they're long socks. Okay, but we'll, hands. just for you listeners, we'll get an image oh, of the yes. socks and post it in the show notes. But they're okay. hands and they're so you put your feet up and you can pop someone's head. It's like a pimple. You just pop, yeah. They've thought of everything. And she says she's not a businesswoman. Um, Okay. So, so you basically, in terms of the social media, you really look to see, this is what I'm comfortable using. My audience is in this space and, oh, look, it actually benefits us based on what we're trying to show. So the advice there is to really take a look at that. But I will say, um, Facebook has the most eyes on it. But this was all also before this sort of like yeah. Facebook fiasco. Yeah. And I feel like I almost like I saw, I mean, I didn't Stop know that was coming, but I saw that because I, yeah. I could see like that they were allowing me to, if I promoted videos, I could tell like I want somebody that's 21 to 24 with blonde hair yeah. that likes, you know, race cars or I could so specify it. And I just, yeah, I, I never really, I never trusted them completely. Like I just felt myself like I... I, I didn't really like the, um, I don't know. It was just this feeling that I had. And so I didn't really get into Facebook. That's probably my, feel, my we have like about, um, about 2 million followers there, but we didn't, we didn't really build that up so much. Um, I still, no, 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 I, no, I'm not wow. saying, but I, I think, um, it, it uh, um, Facebook, I had problems with in the beginning because, you know, and YouTube, it all started with YouTube where you could monetize things. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we've used to pay for everything, you know, fund everything else. And, um, you couldn't monetize on Facebook and Facebook was, this was back in the day. It's like, so see how many things have changed since then? It is and sort you of, couldn't back monetize in the day there. like 18 months ago. Right, now. It right. used to be that it was yeah. a, like a 10 year window, but And then no you, longer. what would happen if people would steal your videos yeah. and then they would put it on and, you know, and it wouldn't yeah. meet, wouldn't, would take away from it. Why, you know, sure. so I didn't want to post videos there because I didn't want them to just take them and, and then mo- Facebook it was a gets much money easier from it, not me. platform to, to dilute your message on Facebook than it was. It'll be interesting to see what happens now yeah. and, and how they switch things up. So we've talked about how busy you are. Mm-hmm. We were all exhausted. We all took, there's four of us in the room. We took a sigh of relief when we talked about all the things you're doing. What apps, platforms, um, organizational tools do you use to sort of keep yourself both sane and on top of things? You mean things that don't have to do with yeah. Dr. Pimple Popper? Just an app oh, on your God, phone about your, with your calendar. Guess or, what I do. <laughs> okay. If you say pen and paper, are you going to say no, pen and paper? No, no. Oh, oh, I was going to high five you anyway. <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I 
No, because no. I still do the pen and paper thing. Uh, but oh, I, tra- oh, but I've I learned see. to transfer okay. everything okay. to it. No, various. I thought you were talking about what games I like to play. Oh, what games like do you play? <laughs> well, well, we haven't about. heard that. It's so funny because I play games that like I'll, on your phone. That, uh, yes, I, I. That's how I unwind, and I have to play yes. games that are time management games where I am trying to organize. That's what I do. Oh okay, so you really weird? do have like an yeah, uh, like a, a like a maybe. control. <laughs> no, no, it's that. But that's so what I, is it? I like what to juggle, it? like trying to do a bunch of things and making sure everything comes out right. But that's that's but that's part that's of your what life. I, yeah, I mean, and, that's your so life. it's sort of like. I don't know why I li- I don't know why I like that. That's really weird. I like to multitask. I like to do yeah. that. Um, you know, they say you can't do it as well. You can't do each thing as well. But I think that was a man running that study. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love it. So, is there something that you do or somebody that you have in place that helps keep you organized? Yes, I mean I have assistants and okay. I have my staff and work that yeah. know me well and that um, you know know what you know what I what I need. And how do you all communicate? Is there any sort of online? Do you guys use a tool? No, Whether, no, no, you, no. It's old. Talk? Yes, you, we talk to each other. But you know what's <laughs> interesting is as a yeah. female, um, I think you know my my husband works with me. We're both work there, but. Um, uh, he's the boss with certain things and I'm the boss of certain uh-huh. things sort of. And, and I feel the trouble is for me is I get too vested in, cause I'm more of, it's a female, you know, I care about, I want to know about their lives. And I'll ask my husband about his assistant. So did you know she had a baby? He's like, I didn't even know. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I <laughs> didn't know. What's going was on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, something like that. It's like crazy. You know, he doesn't yeah. know. I didn't know she got married, you know, or something yeah. like that. And I mean, like, I know those things because, but it, it, it affects, you know, your relationship with people. I'm sure you sure. guys see that, you know, sure. because it's, you care about them and, and it, it, it there's just a, um, but it's, it's, it's nice. I mean, I feel like I'm almost like their mother, you know, cause we spend a lot of time with yeah. each other, you know, and uh, I don't know, I'm going kind of off subject here, but you know, I think um, it, that's, uh, it's just a difference in the way that we manage sort of. Do you keep your own calendar or does somebody keep I your do, No, I have okay. an own calendar and um, okay. my, my assistant is, it is digital? with me. It is. It is. It's like iCalendar or I something calendar. like okay, that. Okay, great. Wow, awesome. is there something better? See, maybe I don't know. I use iCalendar. Okay. Or Google. No, I use Google Calendar. I used to use Google Calendar and it, I, it was too hard to invite millions of people into it I, on my I iPhone. don't invite people private calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what my kids are doing all the time. Okay. So, um, okay, statistically, we keep hearing about how uh, women are outpacing men in terms of starting up businesses. Did you Mm -hmm. know that? No, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. But we're also failing at record pace. And I believe it's just because we don't have the history. We don't have the history, the scaffolding, the boys clubs, all the things that men seem to have to support one another. Um, And we also don't have as much access to funds in terms of mm-hmm. uh, angel and venture money. And, and that's changing. Um, thank, thankfully, that's changing. Do you have any thoughts on why you think that might be true? Um, for me, and maybe, it, I don't know if it's the specialty I'm in or the, though I'm a surgeon and probably more people feel that men would be surgeons. I've never felt that I was different because I was female. I never went. So I almost feel like becoming, it's almost like to me, that's just what it is. I mean, there's just, 
I don't know if I would judge somebody. I don't judge myself thinking that I'm less, I, I can't do something because I'm feeling, I never, yeah. ever, ever think that. So I think, uh, and I feel that's the way kind of it should be. I mean, I don't, I don't think that, um, uh, I don't feel that I'm treated different. I don't feel that anyone ever says that either. In my videos, they don't say, can you believe she's a female and sure. she does this? Like, or that sure. I, I've never thought that I couldn't reach somewhere because I was female. Um, and so, but but do I, I don't know why that would happen. I would think maybe because more of them are, are you know, getting getting into business in those shows that they have a high, the more of them are failing, just the same there is number, a, there but is there's a, more there female. Go. There is that to I be sure. I don't know. I mean, I, statistically, that's going to happen. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why that. Do you think that um, there there is a, ch that, that they feel like they don't have the camaraderie, the support? I think there's a lot of things that are at play. I think you make a good point in terms of sheer numbers. I think the support is not there in the same way. It's totally changing in the last five years. It's changed incredibly with the onslaught of um, coaches and consultants and bloggers who were talking about things to do. I also think there's a little bit of a, let me tinker with this little thing and call it my business. And they're not really pouring themselves into it or they're doing it very part-time because they're they have other also, responsibilities. Yes. And so I think there's a lot of things at play. I think there's a social conditioning. I don't, you know, this is my side thing. This mm -hmm. is my, this is my hobby that, oh, maybe I'll try and monetize it. And I think they're getting more and more serious about, no, I, I actually want to, I want to make this my career. I want to, I want to do something here that, um, that I can pour myself into. And then they need the scaffolding to pour themselves into Got that it. if they're, a mother and they've right. taken on that role full time. Yeah. Maybe they don't devote their energy yeah. to it completely because they feel like I actually, it's like an easy way out. Like you can say, well, I actually, you know, I am a mother. I have, you know, I yeah, have other I have responsibilities, these other, yeah. so I can't yeah. do get into yeah. this fully or it's okay because I'm not going to put all injury because I have this other, I have to do. I suspect like we will see in the next 10 years, a dramatic shift in mm -hmm. those numbers that we will see How women exciting. who are more scaffolded. It, it is very exciting. It is very exciting. Okay. Parting entrepreneurial advice. What do you want to say to our listeners? Like, Hey, go out and do your own thing, but, or go for it. Cause whatever, a warning, positive wisdom. I mean, um, recognize opportunities when you can, I would mm. say, you know, make sure, you know, if you, if you're, if you see a little spark of something or have an idea, um, you know, act on it, try, try it out. I mean, yeah. I think, and be, uh, likely too, you'll be passionate about that then. Yeah. And you'll really, um, uh, you know, it'll light a fire in you and you'll want to do something, you want to yeah. make that bigger. Uh, that's what I would say. I think, uh, you know, I always like kind of, joke because you know for a derm for a dermatologist for me as a physician in general there's a ceiling you hit because you are the rate limiting step mm -hmm. you can only make as much money if we're talking about money it, as as you can work yeah so I've always kind of joked but also been in jest you know when yeah. I was you know for the last many years that I would like to make money when I sleep. Like, how can you make money when you sleep? You know, what can you do that you can generate something where I don't physically have to be there? Because sure. that's really what it what it's all about. So sure. a lot of doctors hire other physician, you know, physician extenders, or you know, they they do that sort of thing. And 
um, you know, I just thought, I just, when I saw this, I thought this is a way that you can generate something when you sleep. You know, I right. don't, um, I can post video. This is stuff I have at work. I'm doing it right, right. right. right I have to do that. And why don't I, if I can create videos or I can create this content that can generate something while I'm not even around, I'm, I'm, I don't even have to look at it or I have to do anything. I can eat potato chips while I yeah. watch TV, watch Real Housewives or something right. at the same right. time. That's fabulous. And then that's what, how it kind of really kind of started. And then I realized this is a thing. Let me see what we can do with it. You yeah. know, that's really kind of So the, my takeaway from this is you are in fact, a great business person. And oh, the fact that you're that saying so much to me, the fact that yeah. you're able to say those two things and that you understand, you understood that there was an opportunity on mm -hmm. YouTube and you jumped on that. And then the fact that you were able to say, how do I create not only reoccurring income, but how do I figure out how to scale who I am and what I have to offer? And See, I don't really know what scale means. It means exactly <laughs> what you said. Now, oh, okay. scale doesn't mean grow. A lot okay. of people think that sale, scale just means to grow. Well, you can grow your business as a solopreneur doing the same thing over and over and hiring lots of people. Mm -hmm. Scale is really the ability to massively distribute, create, produce everything with an equal margin. It's it's the ability to take that on. So your scale mechanism is going to be your that, product. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's your product, <laughs> right? Because there's only so many of you. Uh -huh. yes. And your YouTube would could be if the YouTube platform was slightly different in terms of ad rates and things like that. But for you, it's really the product. Yeah, and for me too, when, when you're saying that, that it is me, that is the, a little bit of what I... I'm a little concerned about. It. I don't want it all to be about me as much because I feel yeah. that 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 makes the responsibility too heavy sure. on me. You know that I have to again. It's going back to me being there, me being present, or me having a yeah. You know, so that's what I'm trying to. That's the step that I'm trying to kind of. Well, and you out. trying to do it, you've you've taught us all a lesson through this I don't podcast. Know. You guys taught so me thank about you. scale. No, it's <laughs> awesome. So we do this thing. We end all our podcasts with this fun thing we call the quick six. So I'm going to okay. ask you. Six quick questions and just answer whatever comes to mind. Do you prefer a nine to five or a flex schedule? Nine to five. Okay. Um, would you rather vacation in the mountains or on the beach? The beach. But Do with sunscreen. Okay, with sunscreen. <laughs> oh, okay. Well said. Well said from the dermatologist. Um, would you rather work at home or from an office? If I worked at home, I would never wear underwear and I would have like <laughs> Cheeto stains on my fingers. I have to get out. I can't, I cannot work from home. Yeah, I love it. Um, thanks for that. That's hilarious. Um, do you like working alone or with a team? I think I like both. Yeah. I mean, I definitely do things alone. Um, I feel like sometimes I, I'm the only one that can do it and I probably have a problem sometimes multitasking. But if you have a great team with you, like the people yeah. that I work with, I, I love working with them. Yeah, yeah. And then I think this is the hardest question, but Thai or Mexican food? Oh, that is hard. Well, I'm <laughs> my, my nationality is very close to Thai. Okay. So I definitely grew up on that similar food, okay. but my best friend is Mexican and she's oh. really gives, she, I, I know, I mean, I love Mexican food too. So, oh my gosh, what I, I'm going to have to go with my family, family, yeah. though I love my friends. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get mad at me, Raquel. <laughs> I love you, but I, I would have to go to Okay. I love How it. How about Just, you? What do you like? Thai. I mean, I love Mexican. I love Mexican, but I there's something like about all to... those 
flavors. I feel like you have to give like vanilla versus Rocky Road or something. Because yeah. my husband would be vanilla. Oh, but <laughs> see, it'd be like, it's, be like roast beef or something. that's too easy. Everyone has a problem with this. There are a few people that are just like, mm. never mind. It's totally <laughs> one or the other. Do you like it spicy? I do like it spicy. Yeah. Although very recently, because I watch YouTube, I've, I've been on these, the kick of with this mukbang. Do you know what mukbang? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about when you, you no. people just eat and slip? People just watch people eating okay. food. Sorry. I I need, I'm so confused. But I, <laughs> but I, I, um, I got obsessed with ramen. My, oh, my yes. kid, he's like, you're like a ramen aficionado right now. He made me laugh because he's like 11 places, saying that. Yeah. But I got this 4X ramen and I realized I thought I could do spicy. I cannot do spicy. Okay. I had one bite Four of that. 4X is like a heat level? I, yeah, I oh couldn't. I don't know what that means, but I could literally take one bite and I couldn't eat any of it. And I... It was, I was, I felt very bad about myself. No, <laughs> I know. Joking. I've done that before. We have a local like, Indian what? place and you, you, right. you, it's on a scale of one to 10, the heat level. And I said 10 and they're like, are you sure? And I was like, that's Indian me. spicy. That's a whole nother level. I, of course I ate it all because my you whole did? family was watching and I was, I had to do it and I was like sweating and, but wow, did I have like yeah. serious, like Shakes stomach, like, like, like yes. Like, Oh my gosh, what have I done to my but body? It, but yeah. I, I still do what like it, it spicy. You do. I, I, I do like it spicy like it too, spicy. but that was too, there that's is too a much. too spicy. Yeah, there is a too spicy. At some point you're not tasting anything. It's just right. like, it's just. Have you also seen this other YouTube channel? I got no. hot ones. No, are we? Oh, this, this is all these really crazy interesting. <laughs> this is, is this guy has all these buffalo wings and he interviews like celebrities okay. and he does it with increasingly hot spices. And so, um, they and they have you to get, answer you question try and figure time. out how like hot well, you can get. Well, he just it, it yeah. decreases your inhibitions. They're sweating, and then they're just like, ah, I answer, you know. And they, it's interesting. Smart. To do that. Smart. Uh -huh. Okay. Last <laughs> question. So this podcast is called Liberty Sessions. Our URL is libertyforher.com. Um, the brand is called Liberty, and it's because we are so excited and passionate um, about seeing women liberated through these entrepreneurial endeavors, through pursuing their venture, their calling. What does it mean for you, um, Dr. Sandra Lee, to be liberated? Well, I I I don't really understand what this question is. I mean, I think you're saying as a female, being somebody that's more free and able to as do whatever human, I want. If it, as a for human. you goes for, right to the female thing, then I no, hear I would that. say yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter to me if I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm. Yes, I am liberated. Yeah, yeah. I would say that I, I feel liberated. liberated. I mean, yeah. I don't really. Do you think it's through your work, your life, being you a mean, mother, something being, being satisfying, or being yeah. like? Yeah, I, I'm happy where I am. I'm happy with with how my life is going. And it's I know I'm on this journey and I'm still on this journey. And it's just fun. It's yeah. fun. And, um, you know, whatever it'll be, I still have my family and my friends and, my, you know, and I still have my job as a dermatologist. I can go back to freezing warts and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. cutting out cysts without the camera there. Yeah. But it, it, it's just a fun ride. I mean, this is just something that's come along and it's just making things interesting. I love the perspective. That's awesome. Thank you so much Thank for you. being with us. This was really fun. This was really fun. Liberty listeners, we will get back to you guys one week from today. See you later. Bye. Liberty Sessions is broadcast on all platforms, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. 
If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review Liberty Sessions on Apple Podcast. It helps us to know if these episodes are inspiring and equipping you to launch and grow your own ventures. You can also find us every day on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Liberty For Her. And please leave a comment using the hashtag Liberty Sessions. We want to hear your thoughts, suggestions, and brilliant ideas. Liberty Sessions is produced by Netta Jones and Elizabeth Windham and music by Jordan Flower. 